Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything Penelope. We'll go through the history of the distillery, current news, and, of course, our personal favorite aspect of the show, the tasting. With me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleschik. Andy, how you doing today? Pretty good. Bit bummed out because Xavier lost last night in uh, Sweet 16, but... Yeah, it was a tough one. Not bad other than that. Yep. I was just actually just about to ask you, how uh, how busted is your bracket right now? Oh, God. I, I think I have, like... Three or four of this uh, Elite Eight still picked. Yep. But it was busted after the first round of yeah, play. It's been a crazy season for sure. A yeah. 15 seed making it to the Sweet 16. A 16 seed beating a one seed. It was nuts. I think my, uh, I keep telling people my bracket looks like I took it to the, the practice, like the shooting range. Yeah. It, it's just been shot to, shot to pieces. Uh, but anyways, we're uh, still it's still been fun. still exciting. <laughs> and we got some fun Elite Eight games coming up. Uh, we're also excited about this uh, this uh, episode. Uh, it's a uh, you know we actually actually have done this brand before, but you were able to get your hands on a pretty awesome bottle, so that's uh, that's why we're here. So Andy, why don't we dive right on in and tell the folks out there everything they need to know about Penelope and this uh, new whiskey that you've got for us? Of course. So uh, like you were saying, John, we've actually covered them before. Um, if you go back to episode ninety-seven that we did uh, of them. Um, and that's when we did like a full breakdown of everything that the brand is. Um, but for just kind of a quick recap of um, Penelope as a brand, they were originally founded in 2018. Uh, and the name of the brand themselves itself comes from one of the founders, um, at least their original name that they were going to name their daughter um, was going to be Penelope. So that's where the name comes from. Um, and... Then, kind of from the get-go, they've been a little bit revolutionary, or trying to be revolutionary in how they do their builds and everything um, for each product that they have. They actually source three different um, types of whiskey from MGP. They're very transparent about the fact that they, at least as of right now, um, I don't know if they plan on doing their own. So, something, of course, is that they've, you know, always been transparent about it you know using mgp the fact that they're sourcing the three different mash bills from them um and while i don't know if they actually have plans to make their own whiskey in the future i haven't seen anything about it even on their website um at least they're being transparent that the fact that they're sourcing who they're sourcing from and what they're like everything that they are sourcing as transparent as it can be with it sure um and those three different mgp mash bills uh, they then blend into for most of their um, for most of their products they blend it into either a four grain bourbon four grain whiskey um, or a, I think a two or three grain rye I forget if they have a rye but I know they at least have the four grain bourbons and whiskeys um, being like a weeded mash bill so wheat barley rye and corn go in those those are the four grains that they use mm-hmm. for everything. Uh, but the one that we're here to talk about today um, is their newest offering that they have in their Architect series, uh, build, I believe, four. Yeah, build number four. Uh, I was able to get my hands on it here in Ohio. It was like 65 bucks after tax yeah. here. What's the proofage on this one? Uh, this one's at 104 proof. Um, for at least four, build four, it's 104 proof. Okay. And... Um, Originally, I think they started in 2020 or 2021. I forget the exact 
year that they started the Architect series. But we're on, at least in Ohio that I can find it, we're on to build number four for them. Gotcha. Um, and this one, at least that they've done, they're working with um, Tonelari Radu. I'm assuming that's how you say it. Um, and they're a um, Cooperage in France. Uh, and what they do actually is so Penelope, of course, gets all the barrels um, aged or unaged, ages some of the probably does some extra aging of those from MGP um, initially. And then what they do is they go to that company over in France to manufacture some new barrels um, with French oak staves. Um, to then finish in those barrels um, to try and their attempt at least is to try and give a more precise, robust flavor profile for each build. Um, and so once they have the barrels, um, they actually then use the Oak scan process or whatever Tonala Riverdew has to create with each of the barrels, a more precise flavor profile for each build. So like, build ones through four so far right so like on this one um and it's all the way through a a zero through four for each category on it um and the in the process of like try and build a specific um like control flavor profile that they want to achieve with the barrels but then ending up um like on this one they have persistency fruit on the nose Oak perception on the nose, vanilla, spicy, toasted, fruit on palate, structure, and oak integration into the flavor. Hmm. Um, and so it shows you on the back label, uh, like where the control ran out or was built out at, and then where Penelope, the build, was with it. Um, hmm. And so it's like in some areas they were around where the build was or the control was in terms of the palate and flavor and everything. And then in others, you know, they're scoring maybe a little bit higher in those areas of what you're supposed to, you know, smell and taste on the bourbon. Gotcha. Um, cool. And then, like I said, you know, it came out to this one uh, scores it, but then it, they bottled this one at 104 proof. So 52% ABV and would probably be around that 50, starting out at least probably 50 to 60 bucks roughly before tax. Gotcha. Cool. But that is... um. What they and then of course they do it non chill filtered aged four to five and a half years roughly, um, in uh, just the last thing I'll say about it is uh, in number four char staves and number two charred heads for each barrel mm. at least for build four. Uh, oh, gotcha. That's pretty much everything about the um, the build number four. Um, the last thing I'll just point out. Uh, on the mash bill, it's a 75% corn, 15 wheat, 7 rye, and 3 malted barley. Interesting. So it's supposed to be kind of, it'll be a little bit more corn and uh, wheat influenced mash bill there for it. Good to know. Yeah, we've tried a few of their, a couple other products before, so I'm really excited to give this one a try. Yeah. So um, without further ado, why don't we dive into the tasting? As always, we're going to start with the nose. Very mellow, kind of sweet nose to me. I'm picking up a lot of that corn, actually. Yeah, I'm picking up, like... The sweetness. Yeah, like the corn sweetness, but like a kind of a weeded mellowness. Mm-hmm. Like, if you gave this to me and I didn't know what it was, I'd almost think it was, like, either a Weller Antique 107 or something very close to that on the nose. For sure. With some of those soft corn notes and wheat notes on it. Yeah, definitely. All right, let's give it a taste. Cheers. Cheers.
little bit of complexity there. Yeah. But it's like, it's still kind of on the palate. It still ends up being kind of tapered out by that higher amount of wheat that they use in the four grain mash bill, as well as the heavy corn influence in it. Um, yeah, I'm getting a, a lot of the corn influence, a little bit of the wheat. Yeah. I, I get a lot more, of the, a little. there's a little rye spice to it as well. Yeah, there's a slight bit of rye spice in it. So like on this one, um, I'll just, for those who have a chance to have tried this, or for those who don't have a, who haven't had a chance to try it yet, they say it's supposed to be very persistent flavor, but also like be high on like the, kind of the oak uh, notes with a little higher spicy notes mm-hmm. and kind of somewhat toasted note and a very good robust structure is yeah. what they were going for and got here compared to the control <clears throat> bourbon that they had. For sure. No, I think it, it hit almost of those notes I got. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely kind of those very classic notes that uh, just saying they're maybe a little bit turned up. For sure. All right, folks, that's it from us this week. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, leave a review, listen to, and share every episode of Distill Discussions. Tell your friends about us. Follow us on social media and Instagram. We really do appreciate your guys' support. Have a great week. Pour yourself another whiskey, and don't worry, America. We'll be here to drink you the next week.